Hello and welcome back to 4-4 Brew. We hope you enjoyed last week's mangled together zombie episode. But we are recording together with more than just me and Matt this week. And we will kick off, as always, with what we are drinking. I, strangely enough, have got a beer made by Brewdog. No. This one is their United Planet Session Hazy IPA. It's... I feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like you're just making up the names at this point. <laughs> you're you're not Matt. Oh, you're not Matt. Uh, Matt yes, I have got the first of my birthday beers from my mates at uni that were nicely delivered to me. It is a five out of four. It could be five quarters. Favourite golden ale from Ascot Brewing Company. Lovely. Harry Potter? Yeah, I'm... Yeah, that's me. Hi, Ivor. So, I'm basically Harry Potter this week because in our new house, the only space for me to record is under the stairs. So That's also his that's, bedroom. It's not my bedroom. Shh. It's the only part of the house that we've seen. <laughs> anyway, so... What are you, drink, what are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking at Carlsberg now that I'm back in Denmark. My sister just opened the door and looked to me very surprised and then shut it, by the way. <laughs> Which is quite funny. Anyway, chin-chin. Um, Rory, can I judge by the picture that you sent me of a water bottle that you're drinking water? No, it's full of vodka, mate. Excellent. I'm on the That's not even the, no, water, no, the water bottle that you sent a picture of isn't the one I've just seen you drink from. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it, it's, it was one already on my window, and I'm not going to swap out the water bottle just to take a picture of another water bottle. Why does a man Excellent. need two water bottles, though? That's a real question. Twice a water, be prepared. Now, you know. Right, after that riveting discussion, it's the international break. There's been no Premier League action this weekend. But Arsenal fans to be happy to hear. Yeah, absolutely thrilled, mate. But there has been international action, and England have been on form. Two matches, two 4 0 wins. Shall we kick off with the Hungary game? Which came first. I think we can't discuss that match without discussing the racism. If you kick off with the fact that the England team were horrifically booed for taking the knee. Which, to be fair, had happened in this country, but was definitely very more prominent. <laughs> yeah, but in Middlesbrough. Just for the record, to, to avoid us being racist, we're not saying that all Hungarians are racist. Just the ones that were in the stadium at the time. And booing. It's, um... I I I meant to research this before the episode. The the Hungarian ultras that wear the black T-shirts that you saw behind the goal we scored in. Uh, it's almost like a political party, but like right in their in their own uh, footballing context. So because I think they years ago, I'm not sure how many the Hungarian FA tried to not ban them, but uh, abolish like the ultras section right. um, because that was where like all of the bad language and violence or whatever was <clears throat> but I think they all boycotted it and they just like the game there just completely collapsed so the FA in Hungary are sort of at the mercy of these ultras who are the same people that are causing them a lot of problems. The behaviour was just disgusting. The amount of shit that was thrown at the England team. Well, I mean, was... I mean, any booing... They weren't throwing shit, they were throwing cups, Jim. I mean, any... 
Oh, shut up. Yeah, but as I mean, as Graham Sooners has told us, a cup full of something can be lethal. <laughs> if that was a cup full of beer, one of those England players could have died. It could have been a cup full of dynamite <laughs> as well, even worse. God. <laughs> they're only throwing cups, but they're throwing like nails. Oh, but God. The thing is, they just seem to respond by throwing stuff. I didn't notice that a particular rumble or booing from the crowd when we scored, they just threw stuff. Like the. The volume of the crowds murmuring. I to think each other there didn't was booing at one. Well, I mean, for the start. I think any if you if like a team score against scores against you in the away end, like you all get booed at. But I think the throwing stuff is a lot more, I guess, clear of hey. And I have to admit, the England players took it greatly and also, just showed. Did, oh, did never mind. Declan Rice drink from one of the cups? Yeah, he did, I wondered yeah. that. Was that his I first thought, beer? I thought he had drunk from. I thought he had drunk from the cup, but my dad thought that he'd just pretended to drink. No, from he did the drink cup. from the cup. It was his first taste of beer, I think, because he he just refused to have it before but, in his but, life. Because the thing is, as it's being thrown at you by a hostile fan, how do you know it's not a cup of piss? You, you'd still drink it. It's quite enough. You'd you'd have to be <laughs> like the kind of risk reward of pissing in a cup and then throwing it <laughs> over. Throwing it. Tens of people just for the odd chance that, like, Declan Rice might sniff it and go, Oh, gross. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Given that you've just showered um, a bunch of ultras who are apparently quite violent with your own warm piss. <laughs> yeah, but they're never going to track it down to you, are they? There was so I mean, much stuff being thrown. Who's going to know who's I mean, they probably, the just, they probably just think it's like Fosters anyway, so. <laughs> What's the difference? What did we think of the on pitch action? Big up Jaylings, got two goals. Should have gone wrong game. game. <laughs> that's the, that's the, Very that's much the wrong not that game. game. Either. we'll get to we'll get to Andorra in a minute. He didn't play against Hungary, I don't think. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I don't think so. He might have come on uh, as a sub, but honestly, I th- I thought England should have been disappointed to have only scored four. They yeah. missed. Oh, it was Kane, wasn't it? He could have chances. had. Well, he got one, but he could he have, could have, have had, had four. A hat-trick. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought everyone really in the Hungary game was impressive. Or at least solid, like, did what you'd expect of them. Yes. Which I don't think personally was the case when I watched the Andorra game. How come? I thought in the Andorra game, uh, first half, I thought uh, Trent, James and May- oh, and Trippier could have all been better. What well, I mean, Trent um, didn't I mean, know to be playing centre mid. The... Up at, was yeah. it a triple substitution? Kane and Grealish. One nil. Yeah, Someone Kane, Grealish, and Mount. For... And what was that? That was seventy minutes. Sixty. It was one nil. But yeah, mm. normal substitution o'clock. And then and then we got the second second goal from the pen. Yeah, Mount one. Kane scored. Yeah, um, but yeah, I thought they were pretty flat up until that substitution was made. To be honest, um, and. I know it was on- I know it was only Andorra, but I stand by my belief that Jesse Lingard should have been in the Euro squad. He definitely yeah, should have. Yeah, you see the who, impact who you he made. Out, I mean, he. W- I think Jay. I think with Lingard, it's not even the fact that he plays. He adds so much to the dressing room, and even if yeah, he does but who plays, do you take out of the Euro squad? Effective. San- San- ben White. Sancho didn't really contribute much, but that's yeah. We didn't have a centre back at the start. I think. I, th- I also wouldn't particularly. Um, 
I'd never take Sanjar just Is Duke Bellingham in the squad? Oh, he was, yeah. yeah. No, don't, yeah. you can't drop Bellingham. He was like the most impressive player for me, especially first half against Andorra. He was nutty. Well, he was like Mason Mount, Mount, but even better. In the Euros, I might not have taken I mean, I him to the Euros. Ben White is the one you dropped. Well, no, because we had a yeah, Maguire at the start, so we needed the depth at centre-back. But he still had Mings that he played anyway and Cody in reserve. But I think Lingard certainly deserved it, though. Yeah, he's got he's got tournament experience. He was on form at the end of last season. He's clearly still on form despite yeah, despite playing, playing form. In but he's just not as good as Grealish yeah. or Mount in attacking midfield. I, yeah, but he doesn't have to start. He doesn't. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't. I mean, like I've said I, he doesn't have to start. I also, I just don't get how Sancho doesn't play. With hindsight, but Sancho. Sa- Sancho is Sancho the second did, best player. Sancho didn't really do much in the Euros and but hasn't done much for United in also, his he's also, short he's also not time played. there. Since. I think. He's, well, I think, he started one. I mean, immediately, I think one. the average forward think takes around about six months to adjust to the Premier League. It would take a bit, take him time. Probably. I think he is England's second best player. He should be starting That's, every game. Who who's England's best player? Kane. 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 Then Sancho. You think Sancho is better than Sterling? Be... Yes. I don't know. How to... And Pickford. Did you, did you, and did you not watch? Did you not watch the Euros either? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Slabhead. That he contributed more during the Euros than Sancho did. Mason yeah, I mean, yeah, Mount is better than Rashford, yeah. Sancho. We'll, we'll be in a few. I don't, I don't know, but I think Sancho is too good to be left out of the starting eleven. Is what I'm trying to hit out. I I don't think he's proved that. Well, I was gonna say um, if we assume the team that played against Hungary is our well, or at least Southgate's perceived strongest team. Do we think anyone in the Andorra game, obviously this doesn't include Sancho because of his knock, uh, did anyone in the Andorra game do enough to get into that team to um, play Poland? Uh, Saka, just because he can track back, but I can't remember if Poland have too many people dangerous down the right. No, they were they were poor during the Euros, weren't they? They were poor during the Euros. They did just beat San Marino 7-1. I mean, that's the, um, they, they we beat the them San 6-0 Marino. last time oh, we played. The only reason you play Saka is yeah. probably because of his work rate, and if they don't have any like yeah. Gosens or Mailer or someone like in the Euros, then there's not much point playing him over Sterling or whoever else. It's very easy to accuse me of bias, but I think he's going to be something really special. Wait, how come you... over the next few years? I thought we were unbiased in this podcast. I mean, don't don't forget, you, you exposed yourself you two could... episodes ago. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> When was that? Like six years last, ago. The last episode when I referred to you as the pillar in from partiality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I think you're right though. I think Saka does have, out of all the crop of Arsenal youngsters coming through, I think he does have by far the most potential to be. But he's also got very unique qualities within the England squad. Um, with the way he receives the ball with his back to goal and just turns his man instantly. And he beats I a man straight away. He's the only man who dribbled past Chiellini in the Euros. Mm. But I mean, Foden arguably, arguably does the same thing. But he's not as quick yeah, as he. Yeah, but he he's can't not get done it times. for England, really, has he? And he can't defend as well. Um, he's, he's better on I the ball, the... but he doesn't offer as much overall, I think. I'll be honest. I did not watch or even bother to watch the highlights of any... Oh, yeah, any of, I was uh, literally just going to cover the, the results. The Wales result was pretty exciting. Wales, I believe, was it 3-2 and Gareth Bale? Gareth Bale, stoppage race? time winner. Hat-trick. Mm-hmm. Hat-trick. But, I mean, if I'm honest, I, I watched half the uh, Scotland-Denmark game. I could actually hear it from my house. It was just depressing. Like, 
And, um, was it 2-0? It, it was 2-0. Can you not the, choose to support Denmark now? No. I've got a Scotland <laughs> shirt, man. But I, 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 watched a bit, I watched a bit of the other game. I think it was against like Liechtenstein. It was like someone's shit. But the one you just won? Uh, yeah. But it's like Scotland. Yeah, I looked up. Scotland are the, the, poor. So Scotland are 44th in the world. FIFA rankings. Uh, which very much does not mean much. But they beat 1-0 a team, like, around 150th. Well, I mean, uh, it's just finishing. Like we're good. Scotland are good everywhere apart from in front of goal because Lyndon Dykes is the worst thing. <laughs> hey, since... you got that winner. Don't oh, slag him off I, too much. I'd rather I'd have... Try putting, you should try putting Kieran Tierney up there. Genuinely, you should. Got a good or strike just, on him. He scored, he scored some bangers. Or just play a three up front with, like, I don't know, Che Adams... Because he's an absolute unit. Is he? That man's huge. Or anyone else in the world. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think you'll play on a national nine. team. So you can't play Dylan anyone Dylan else in nine. the world. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on then to some domestic football? But domestic football not played by men. The WSL, the first weekend of the new... Women's Super League season shown for the first time on free-to-air television. The first domestic game that is. There were obviously women's internationals have been shown on the BBC before. It was an exciting kickoff for sure. Yeah, the season kicked off with Manchester United versus Reading. Manchester United being a relatively new team to the top tier of women's football in England and with a new manager yeah. as well one of a good a few good teams in the league going through a transition yes um, two good goals from Manchester United the first finish was absolutely nutty I yeah. can't remember what it was now but I do remember thinking that was sick no it was a very good goal the only other thing I had on this game and something which I'm going to cover a bit more when I talk about Arsenal-Chelsea is that Reading should have been oh, given a yes. goal, but were not given a goal because there is no goal line technology in women's football. Ah. Which I think will transition me nicely into the Arsenal-Chelsea game. Mm-hmm. It was uh, played at the Emirates, and if you if you watched the game, you would be thinking that the Emirates looked pretty empty. I don't even think they sold. So it's eight thousand tickets. What's changed, sold. really? But, <laughs> but um, but if you compare that to they normally ground share with uh, Boreham Woods and the amount of fans in the Emirates would be considerably more than you would ever fit in Boreham. While the Emirates was very empty, it was still a good crowd for them. Uh, it was Arsenal's last goal I wanted to talk about, really. Beth Mead's yeah. second goal, uh, where she was Beth Mead, yeah. she was very... She, oh, she was clearly offside. I mean, they, ha- they have very VAR. clearly at least a yard offside. They don't, they don't have, have VAR. No, they, they said they. That's what I no, wanted. They said no. They don't. They said have they're going to check. For, no, they don't have oh, VAR. Oh, no. no, they don't. Oh, oh, either <laughs> fucking listen to me. Fine. They don't have VAR oh, in the WSL because Emma Hayes, Chelsea's manager, at the end of the game was rightly very pissed off at the fact that their goal had been allowed yeah. and was complaining about the fact that there is no VAR or goal line technology, which would have helped out Reading, although only to by reducing their deficit. In the WSL now, and she was she was complaining that that really they should have the same standards and the same rights, and she wanted VAR to be in the WSL. But quite while she is right, quite frankly, that call shouldn't have been 
of VAR call. It's just she bad was refereeing. So offside. That was just poor refereeing. The line, how a linesman didn't give that off when she was a yard, maybe two offside, is really poor. And VAR would have overturned it immediately if there was VAR in women's football. Sorry, the, um, I was only saying it because the commentary said that they've not even went to VAR with that. And no like, oh, way. That's because they, they can't. No, no, uh, she, no but, but Ivor's would... point is the commentator clearly thought they were going to have oh. VAR. Yeah. Because well, um... to, to be fair, most of the grounds don't have it. So, like, Boreham Wood is no bigger than... Yeah. I mean, for us to know, like, Chesham... It's no bigger than, not much bigger than the meadow, so you couldn't, f- you couldn't really facilitate it. Most mm. of the WSL I, stadiums. Um, I still think Arsenal deserved to win. I think they were the better team on the day. Mm-hmm. They were Chelsea really up against it. I mean, I, I mean, Arsenal centre backs did play better than like the men's team centre backs. I can't lie. That it was quite. Oh yeah, if Arsenal's women played Arsenal's men, I would back Arsenal's women to win. <laughs> oh, they were quite. Beth Mead was unbelievable. Like her finishing is amazing. That second, yeah. her first, and Arsenal's she's not second even, was And she's not even Arsenal's top scorer. I mean, the offside goal was a still good goal. It still was, yeah. yeah. And if, if she had been on if, if she was on, if she was still somehow on, like she was a yard back, I think she still probably would have finished it. Yeah, but uh, a good goal. No, not a good goal. A good game for Very Arsenal good to be game. defending champions. Another team with a new manager, Joe Montemura, who had been with the club for a while, has left, making way for Johannes Jonas. Jonas Eideval. Jonas Eideval. Swede. I knew I'd pronounce. I knew I'd pronounce that wrong. Who I would just like to say is an absolute bloody legend. Oh yeah, he pulled up seen, to the Emirates in a t-shirt and shorts. Him, and if you haven't seen him celebrating the goals and the win, he celebrated every goal and the win as though he had just scored in the World Cup final. He was down on his knees. He was screaming. He was punching the air. It I imagine his watch. celebrations contributed greatly to Emma Hayes' frustration. Because if I was the opposing yeah. manager on the mm. touchline to that, I would be fucking livid. I mean, quite frankly, it was um, he was celebrating more than the players. It was um, he was unnecessarily happy yeah. with every goal and the win. But it was a pleasure to see a manager get so invested in his team. Um, the... I could just watch him celebrate goals significance of that game besides just the fact that it was an opener against the uh, the holders of the league was that this is the two two of the three teams I'd say in the WSL with title winning ambitions this season the third of those being Man yes. City who did stamp serious authority with their opener against Everton who are supposedly yeah. it was billed that before a ball had been kicked this season that they were going to be the sort of the ones trying to break into that top three. Yeah, they're a relatively solid team, Everton's women's team. They will have ambitions to be certainly near the top. But they got absolutely battered by City. Well, I think Man City's women's team, very much like Man City's men's team, just have the deepest of deep squads. They had something like five of their top players either injured or rested because of the Olympics. And they still were able to put out. A and really this is the case squad. with all of the big three, right? Arsenal's signing of Tobin Heath recently has added to an already yes. really deep attacking line for them. Yeah. And the, Chelsea's team's ridiculously because, deep. They had Sam um, Kerr Ars- and no, yeah. Frank mm-hmm. Kirby come off the bench for them against yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal sold a couple of really top players. Jill Rod, who scored six goals. Oh, and Daniela van der Donk as well. Last week's season. And Daniela van der Donk, who'd been with them, I think, for nine years. 
both really good players for Arsenal's women's team left and they've still got a strong deep squad now either mm-hmm. I know you put something in the group chat about all of Man City's goals being they're great elite I mean, the, I would like to talk about Steph Horton's free, free kick. kick. Oh the wall not God. jumping. At first, was... at first glance, that looks like an incredible free kick. However, having watched the replays about six times now, the wall didn't jump. And from all the angles I've seen, I think if the wall had jumped, they would have stopped it. I don't think it was that far above their heads. While it was still an elite kick and the curve on it was beautiful, I think if the wall had jumped, they would have stopped that. I heard. The keeper never stood a chance. Uh, but cannot for the life of me confirm whether or not this is true that they were told not to jump for fear of Steph Horton shooting under the wall yes because there was no sleeper or yeah. whatever you call it yeah. the bloke or, or Brozo- I call it a Brozovic <laughs> lies behind the wall <laughs> Brozovic um, yeah, no it's guys- Zinchenko mate when Ruben Diaz grabbed his head and dragged him that bit further no because it was Brozovic who started it because I think was Messi- actually there was an Inter-Barcelona game. I think Messi went to take a free kick and Brozovic ran and slide tackle underneath and blocked it. Oh, shit. Yeah. But the, you're absolutely right. The other goals were all incredible. And while that was an incredible free kick, I think it was one that could have been easily stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and Everton will be disappointed with with that result, especially as a mildly weakened Man City team. Despite the depth of their squad, they were missing some key players. So Everton, and did, they did have some chances, but they'll be disappointed they didn't put any of them away. Um, Elsewhere, um, Leicester, newly promoted, newly Leicester. promoted lost 2-1, yeah. having gone 1-0 up, right, to Aston Villa. Yeah, uh, th- I have a feeling that one of Aston Villa's goal scorers was a former Leicester player. Oh, really? But that might be me misremembering information. And... Uh, Brighton beat West Ham 2-0. I was going to bring up that Chelsea's women's team have re-signed the sister of Rhys James. Oh, is it? So both oh, I can't James remember her name, that's I awful. I can't remember her Lauren? name either. It might be Lauren, might yeah. Be, I, I mean, I think, life, I can't remember I, her I name either, like... but both of them are now playing for Chelsea, and I believe that is the first brother-sister combo playing for the same club. It is Lauren James. I, I might be wrong, but I feel like I think I might be wrong on this, but I remember seeing the post about them or Lauren Jane signing the contract, and I feel it might be in a condition in Reese James's, but I'm not sure. Really? It might. I might have to check that though. Has Reese James signed a contract recently? Wait, I'm again. You need to fact check that. I don't think it's correct. Put, was she for a a record fee, Lauren James? Corrections. I can't remember. I know she came from United. Yeah. Uh, the other result, by the way, was Tottenham beating Birmingham. By one goal margin. But anyway, I guess I think now we've now we've wrapped up in the women's super league and we can get Rory's attention yes. back. Uh, should I we? I think it's going to be a juicy title race again this year. Mm. We could do one 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 round of just fifty nine seconds now and one round after shit talk. Well, Rory is first to go uh, in just fifty nine seconds, and following him will be either. Uh, 59 seconds to talk about Serge Aurier. Serge Aurier. Champ, baby. Oh, oh, come in, come in. (laughs) Three, two, one, go. Serge Aurier is a defender for Spurs who has recently been released from his contract and is now a free agent. Go on, Ivor. (laughs) 
I know nothing about him. He's, he's quite good on FIFA. <laughs> I would, I would, I would. I don't even know what country he's I from. I said deviation from the truth as you introduced him as, as a Spurs, Spurs player, defender, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. followed it out by saying he's been released from his contract. Right, <laughs> he's I've, no longer a Spurs. I player. will count you in. Three, two, one, go. So Serge Aurier is an Ivorian footballer. Big up me. Who has previously played for PSG and Deviation? No, no, it's it's the it's the word play on Ivor, <laughs> an Ivorian. I'll allow it. Three, okay, two, carry on. one, carry on. Who has previously played for three French sides, including Paris Saint Germain and Lens. I think I can see the Wikipedia has... glasses reflecting. Yeah, I, I'm no, just I, thinking that. No, I, His face has been illuminated uh, by something. No, I, I thought you paid for Lons and Toulouse, and I wanted to check Toulouse before I said it, and it wasn't, didn't pay for Wait, Toulouse. Wait, admitted to cheating live on so air. So he's openly admitted that he has looked it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, he has. Before it started, so... I right, uh, this, this round's in the bin. Not that it's gonna... It's, it can still make the cut, but sure, either... you can't look up to an, play uh, if you're uh, going second. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. But you've got nothing else no, to add, I, I remember so. Arsenal, Arsenal <laughs> might kept... get him because those centre-backs are really shit. Oh, right, okay. Back to you, well, that's why he's on the list. So, Ivor, wrap <laughs> it up yeah. in much less than 59 seconds. But anyway, tell me <laughs> I think that is a win for I me because I didn't cheat. Uh, Serge Aurier on the list. Uh, his contract had been terminated after the signing of Emerson Royale for Tottenham Hotspur. That is not why he's on the um, list. Rory, why um, is he on the he's list? He's been linked with a shock, Sol Campbell-esque move to Arsenal because, like, realistically, Pablo Mari should never wear the Arsenal shirt again in his entire life. So, like, they're just kind of straight in the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Um, but he might not want to for obvious reasons. Um, anyway... No, no winners. No, there. I no, won. no winners. I no won. winners in. Because I didn't cheat. Uh, Rory won, but you didn't win just fifty-nine seconds. You just won. No, I won. An the, undefined the round. game. You, I won. You just have the moral high ground. No, I have the the, the point high ground. I won. <laughs> you he did won, not. Won. I, I stopped I, the time. I, I just like twenty-five seconds. An opening statement, and then it swapped over to Ivor because I repeated, hesitated, or deviated, and then Ivor got exposed for cheating. And then the round was um, ended in a Brazil-Argentina-esque um, manner. Oh, shit, yeah, we haven't even covered that. Oh, so yeah. I won. Is that on the wheel? That or is on the wheel. Now? Oh, no, he did play for Toulouse. I didn't even need to check it. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we, shall we go now to shit talk? Uh, shit talk, not necessarily topic this week, but more of a sort of game. Is a, a, a football would-you-rather... At least I assume it's a football would you Yes, it is a football would you rather. I'm assuming. It is about so, football. As you may have just heard us established, Ivor and Matt have done some, some would you rathers, and who, whoever's not reading them out, the other three of us will uh, will answer and give justifications. Right, let, yeah, let's start with some boring, serious ones. Okay, uh, would you rather win as a player the Champions League for the club you support or the World Cup for World your Cup. country? World Cup, obviously. Champions World League. Cup for my country. Champions League. Scot- Scot- Scotland are shit. There is no chance they'd but ever win the World Cup. But imagine what a hero Cup. you could be if you were 
a you, player that won Scotland sure, the World it'd be Cup. Great. No one would remember. Everyone would remember. Everyone would remember. No, because they Chelsea's Champions League finals are dime a dozen. Let, Scotland let barely me, make let, it to the World Cup. Let, let, let me finish. <laughs> every single person. My, my logic is that every single person in Scotland would be so drunk on the night they wouldn't remember it. No, I'm sorry. Every single person would remember you if you were the per- person that won Scotland the World Cup. All five in in all... twenty minutes, no one would remember if you if you'd won Chelsea like, and other Champions League. But just like understand how quickly people have stopped giving a shit about Chelsea's Champions League. Like it's literally been like I don't know how <laughs> few months. Yeah, months. Like, five months. No one's bothered really. Five months or just under. Yeah, and well, do... yeah, because that's how it works. Right, so I'm no, one, no one cares about next. Italy either, anyway. Um, would you rather reverse the Croatia loss or the Iceland loss? The Croatia loss. For England. Croatia. But we'd probably have just got battered by France in the final. We'd have made it to a final. Made it to a final. But losing to... Actually not losing to Iceland is like... Saves us a lot of humiliation. Oh, because we'd still have Roy as a manager. Oh, true. Who's we either? Yeah. I support both. <laughs> I don't think that's a landlord. <laughs> I mean, I can support England if Scotland I, I'm pretty there. sure you'd get lynched if you said that in Scotland. <laughs> Scotland are there. They're literally the other side of Hadrian's I'm wall. Sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's in Scottish law that if the England are, you support, England are playing in literally yeah. anything, you support the opposition. I'm, I'm a quarter English, I'm allowed to. And if I don't support England, I'll just get humiliated as a... A foreigner. So. If England were playing <laughs> Satan's Eleven at football, Scotland would be supporting Satan. No, I think Satan's Eleven would just be Scottish people. <laughs> anyway, uh, my would you rather. Uh, so, would, yes. would you yeah, rather meet Joey Barson in, in a dark alley after a night out, or have Wayne Rooney meet your nan? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew this would be comedy cards. <laughs> so go on then. I back myself um, to outrun Joey Barton. <laughs> I've seen him live. I saw I saw Arsenal Newcastle on my birthday. Obviously as a Newcastle fan. <laughs> I reckon Wayne Ring and my nan would get on, to be honest. <laughs> would they now? Would well, one they? of them would be on top and one of them would be on bottom. Wayne Rooney's definitely a bottom. Um, I mean, I guess I'd go for Rooney meeting my nan because there's no guarantee that if Rooney meets my nan that my nan's going to want to fuck him. But if you meet Joey Barton anywhere, he's going to try and fight you. (laughs) 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 Would you rather take a punch off Sean Dyche or Sam Allardyce? Oh, Sam Allardyce, easy. Sean, Sean Dyche would knock my teeth out. And he's probably got knuckle dusters too. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam Allardyce's hands are going to be more flabby. Oh, that's a good point. It's like he's yeah, wearing boxing well gloves, now. even when he's not wearing gloves. <laughs> my next one is, uh, would you rather watch a derby game in a box, but you get to watch it for free, and it's also in the away end, so if you're watching Arsenal, in a box is in, is a box is in. Right? <laughs> yeah, not a box. In a viewing box. Yeah. There's no other name for them. Shut up. Or uh, <laughs> accidentally end up in the wrong Sandra Millwall game. 
Oh, the Ooh. former. Yeah, who's not taking the Derby box in that situation? Would you rather Statman Dave commentate every single Man United game and you have to watch it just to say <laughs> MBE Mark to Trashford for every single touch he makes or every game of football you watch be commentated by the FIFA commentators and they can only mm. say the FIFA oh. and they mm. can only say like, the phrases from FIFA. By the, <laughs> and every, can, game, every game commentated by the FIFA commentators. Yeah, so, I, I think it would be quite funny. Yeah, my dad and I have a sort of competition whenever we watch a game together to see who can, like, predict what the commentator's about yeah. to say. So that would be even better as a as a sport were the FIFA commentary to be the only commentary you could get. God. What? I like it when they break the third wall and they say it's like a game of FIFA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Do you mean the fourth wall? wall? <laughs> Fourth wall, whatever, you know what I mean. Wow, what a laugh you and your dad are. <laughs> uh, so, m- my next two questions are quite short ones, but uh, so this imagine you've booked your wedding with uh, your dream partner, right? Who would you rather perform? The Arsenal band featuring Chesney singing, uh, so here's my number, call, uh, call me, me Chesney. Chesney. Or John Barnes. <laughs> Rapping. Oh, John Barnes. John Barnes. <laughs> Who's not what picking John Barnes? Oh, fair enough then. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll, I'll up I'll up the levy then. Would you rather have Frank uh, Frank Skinner perform Three Lines or John Barnes? Oh, that is a good question. Because I feel I feel like, I feel like John Barnes. John Barnes raps quite short, or is he going to sing the whole of World in Motion? He sings all of World in Motion. I feel like he'd be a better DJ afterwards. I, whereas Frank Skinner would probably just like you know hang out with your I mates. I do like Frank Skinner. I think I'd rather meet John Barnes than Frank Skinner, though. As much of a fan of Frank Skinner's as I am, but Three Lions is the better tune. Yeah, but I'd... can I have John Barnes sing Three Lions? Uh, that's the deal. You got it. Because <laughs> Frank Skinner didn't actually sing the song; it was some other shite band. Anyway, my final question <laughs> it was, was Matt, um, the, the lightning, the lightning seeds. seeds. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> my final question: Would you rather have Puma design all your third kits and your team have to play in it in every <laughs> single game, or have one of those tuxedo kits? Tuxedo. Tuxedo kit. Tuxedo kit. Surely the Puma kits. Are You're, you got to wear your Sunday best. Puma kit. It is I think awful. the Puma kit is a genuine crime. Should we find out who's going to be the attacker hero of this just 59 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yes. He's only gone and we done it. We're cutting that out, right? We're definitely cutting that out. No, that's got to go. And that's absolutely staying in. <laughs> oh, well. Jim's that obviously... might be our greatest ever transition. Yeah. Jim's obviously going first uh, before me. Mm-hmm. Still, still five more. Oh, perfect. We've got Brazil versus Argentina. Oh, I've got. I, there's no way I can cover 59 seconds on what I've seen. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, well, so it's seen... slightly ambiguous to help you in that respect. I don't understand why so we do the wheel, and should we just do the two biggest topics? Because <laughs> we won't have to deal. Nah, because with... often True. the things on the wheel aren't actually big topics. It's just we forgot to talk about Brazil Argentina. So. Anyway, uh, if you'd rather we spoke in... about uh, Jerome Boateng than uh, just it's, it's your problem, speak not up. mine. <laughs> Good luck. Shall we start in three, two, one, go? 
The Cisplatine War, also known as the Argentine-Brazilian War, was fought between Argentina and Oh, shut and up. Brazil. This is deviation from the truth. <laughs> deviation <laughs> and also being a bit of a true war. Within the context of this being a football podcast, primarily. Can I, can I No, because you're blatantly right? reading from Wikipedia. <laughs> We're going for Matt. My genuine... Int- oh, come on. Right, Matt, three, two, one, go. Brazil versus Argentina is a fixture that stands out in the calendar because of the grandeur of both nations involved. But this week, the fixture was cut short after less than 10 minutes because Brazilian health officials came onto the pitch to take four Argentina players after they'd failed to quarantine as they should have, having come from England. So those four players are Emmy Martinez, Emmy Buendia, both of Aston Villa, and Gio Celso and Romero of Tottenham. <clears throat> they hadn't filled in the information correctly in their immigration form or whatever form it is they have to fill in because they'd said they'd not been to England in the last two weeks, <laughs> in spite of having played in the Premier League within that time period in the games that doubtless will have been broadcast in Brazil and elsewhere and all that over the time. world. He's done. He's done. What was that sound you tried to play? Uh, my alarm. I'll, you can play it again. I'll play it again. Do you not yeah. stop the timer while we would. Whatever you call it. I was going to say that didn't sound feel like 59 seconds. No I, no, I did stop for, it. I stopped it, yeah. For the, I just waffled for the very record, successfully. I was obviously aware of the goings on in the Argentina Brazil match. It was just because Matt said he had left it very. Yeah, I was just saying you could talk about like historic Brazil Argentina games if you wanted. Like I, They played each other in the Copa America a, final. So, so that's. I decided to talk about a historic Brazil Argentina conflict. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I had looked up purely for the purposes of that joke, but I'm going to assume that Argentina thought that a bit of Brazil was probably theirs and tried to take it. How interesting. So you're saying Arge- that's victory for me and Matt are dictators. And that. also Nazis in it, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're taking other people's territory without asking. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, anyway, Ar- Ar- Argentinians are famous for wanting to claim bits of territory that aren't theirs and were never theirs. <laughs> And will never be there. <laughs> that is the joke I was making. How come it's funny when Rory does it? What do you mean? No I, I didn't even clock you making Falkland jokes until honest. then. I said, I said that I hadn't looked up much about the war, but I assumed Argentina were trying to take bits of territory that weren't theirs, and then followed it up with, that was a Falklands war joke. Oh, I, was, oh I didn't hear that bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard Ivor mentioning the well, Nazis and I didn't realise they literally just repeated your joke word for word. Con- con- congratulations, Matt, on capitalising on my on my vague attempt at humour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and is that, I believe, us done? Mm-hmm. Believe so. Someone do an outro. And, oh no, we need to do beer reviews. We just need to do beer reviews. That is us done for this week. We'll have a quick round of beer reviews. My United Planet was another solid citrusy IPA. A very reasonable beer. A solid 7 out of 10. Rory gets no opinion. Uh, no, I, I can talk about the fascinating difference no between southern and northern cold. tap water. It was horrible. It was so bad. <laughs> It was such a bad Carlsberg. Matthew, Matthew, how was your posh Ascot? Beer? Yeah, my Ascot Brewing Company Gold Nail was not very nice to start with, but I have acclimatised to it now and can tolerate it. Excellent. Which is what you relatively could hope for from any beer. A relatively poor review. Yeah. Excellent. 
thank you very much for listening. Thank you. See you again next week. Mm-hmm. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.